Some days are tough And they try to set me back The challenge is not to go out on the attack Too much to do Friends to see Places to go Sometimes it makes me want to say no, no, no But I'm gonna say yes, 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 yes to lies Gonna grab the reins, toss these chains, roll the dice Yeah, I'm gonna say yes, 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 yes to lies Hi, I'm Reverend Jen. I've been asked to share some insights about myself. And in order to do this, it has been recommended that I have this deck of cards that has questions on them. So randomly, I'm going to pick a card, read a question, and give you some information. And the first one I have in front of me says, is anything random? Hmm. I'm a person who doesn't believe in coincidence, and I take the idea of randomness and put that in the same context. I believe that everything we do and everything that happens to us comes from a place of creation and accountability. So when I look at my life and the things that have happened to me, I don't see any random acts taking place. I see things that are intentional and purposeful happening in almost every area. Now that did spark a thought with me that there is something we call a random act of kindness. In that context, I like the word because with a random act of kindness, I am not purposefully going out to do something for a specific person. I'm creating some type of energy or surprise for someone, anyone, um, to, to accept it, to embrace it, to receive it. But again, in universal wisdom, I'm not so sure that there is anything out there that we could call random. Another one I have is... What is timeless? I was talking with someone just the other day. Um, actually, it might have been one of my grandkids. And he asked me if I believe I have aged. And at this point in my life, I think most people would answer the question, well, of course. But that wasn't my answer, because I believe that the spirit within each of us that soul presence that we are is timeless. I don't think it ages. I look at things a lot today like I did when I was younger. My body has aged. My physical form has aged. But I don't think the, the way my, my mind works and the way my creative aspects work and the way I look at life has really changed. I believe that I could call that a timeless process, that the soul and the spirit are timeless. Here's another one. What is the best thing a person could do? 
I think the best thing that any one of us can do is ease the pain of another person. The best thing we can do is to reach out, to touch a hand or to hold the space or the place for someone who is challenged or struggling. And to always be in that place of consideration that we don't know what's going on with someone else. I think there's a challenge in what's going on in the world today. We've lost sight of the need to be compassionate, to be open and loving to one another. And what I have discovered in the past few weeks is that sometimes all I need to do is be present, hold that space for another person, look at them with eyes of love, allow them to speak whatever is on their heart and not judge them for it and to be in that place and hold that presence. Pray with me. Breathing into this moment, into this space and this place, we recognize and realize that God is present. That wherever we are, whatever we are doing, we are with God. God is with us. We are connected, never alone. And so with that realization, with that affirmation, we move into this time of inspiration, we open our hearts and our minds to the message, knowing that it feeds us, it serves us. Mm, and so I know right here and right now that all are blessed. All people everywhere are blessed. And what I know for the truth of this planet is that goodness, love, compassion is coming forth, is showing up in a way that it never has before. And it's beautiful and it's great and it's blessed. And so knowing all of this is already alive in the mind of God, I just let it go and let it be. And so it is. In the 1940s, the record for running a mile was four minutes and one second. At that time, scientists and doctors and Athletes all declared that that was the best the body could do. That the human body could not do anything more than that. And then in May of 1954, Roger Bannister ran a mile in three minutes and 59 seconds. The world was in awe. He had broken the record that no one thought could be broken. You see, he relentlessly visualized every single day of what he could accomplish. He trained, he practiced, and he believed. He had a certain, he had a certain amount of certainty. He knew that the record could be broken. He knew that he could do it. He just had to train his brain to embrace it. That idea of certainty Oh, that's another word for faith. Barely a year after he broke the record, other runners also broke the record. Because you see, sometimes we need someone to take the lead for us, to show us what can be done. 
But for Roger Bannister, he was the leader. He knew that he could make it happen. Now, it is doubtful in my lifetime that I will break the record of four minutes, three minutes and 59 seconds for running a mile. It's just not in my arena. It's not something I'm looking for. But what I want to make a point about today is what is there for you? What is there for us that we want to accomplish, that we want to do? Roger Bannister accomplished what was considered the impossible. When we become certain of something, when we embrace something to the degree that we absolutely know it in our being, we have the ability to accomplish it. In fact, there is a system within our body called the reticular activating system. It's known as RAS. It is a process within the brain that helps the brain decide what we can do. We can train our minds to accomplish great things that have never been accomplished before. We just need to believe. We need to have faith. We need to have faith in the very idea and faith in ourselves. Michael Jordan said this, some people want it to happen. Some wish it would happen. Others make it happen. Our message today is just do it. Stop doubting. Stop questioning. Stop sitting in the sidelines waiting for someone else to come forth and just do it. Today, we are in the midst of what is called a pandemic. My question to you is, what are you focused on? Are you focused on the idea of the pandemic and all of the restrictions and all of the challenges and all of the concerns? Are you focusing on how life can be once the pandemic is gone? Because there was a time when COVID-19 wasn't here. There can certainly be a time when it is gone. When our faith is solid, in place, Action is the thing that comes next. Action is what follows. So my question for you is, what is it for you? What are you focusing on? What are you paying attention to? Because what I encourage you to do is to take time every day, as Roger Bannister did, and visualize on what your life can be, what you want it to be. Who do you want to go visit with? Where do you want to hang out? How do you want to spend your time? Are you going to be in an office building? Are you going to be outside in nature? What does that look like? What does that feel like? And take time every day. You know, I uh, took a workshop with a woman by the name of Rhonda Britton. She is the author of a book called Fearless Living. When Rhonda was a teenager, she was traumatized. She actually witnessed a murder. And she bought into the idea, so she says, that that was defining her in her life. And because of that, she began to eat poorly. She began to feed herself to try to forget her pain. And she became overweight. She started to have health problems. And one day she was realizing that she didn't have to let a situation or a circumstance from the past dictate who she was today. And here's what she suggested. 
every day she started thinking about, which is another word for visualization, going to the gym and working out. And then one day, she went and bought a pair of shoes that she could wear to work out in. And she would put them on a couple times during the day and walk around the house. And then she started getting out of the house, getting into the car, and driving to the gym and driving back home. Eventually, she left the house, drove to the gym, went into the gym, and asked for paperwork about membership. Eventually, she was able to leave her home dressed in her workout clothes and her shoes and go to the gym, go into the gym, sign up for a membership, and actually work out. I was surprised at the way she brought this forth because that whole process took her a number of weeks. But she was successful. And the reason she was successful was because she took baby steps. She took those small steps to get her towards the goal. And she kept doing them every single day. And she continued to visualize, just as Roger Bannister did, in regarding his ability to break the four-minute mile record. We can do this. We can do this every single day. We can contribute to that outcome that we want in our lives. Ernest Holmes says this, when a man's thought rests entirely upon himself, he becomes abnormal and unhappy. But when he gives himself with enthusiasm to any legitimate purpose, Losing himself in the thing which he is doing, he becomes normal and happy. My friends, if you're not feeling particularly normal or happy right now, it could be what you are paying attention to. And what we can pay attention to is losing ourselves in the thing that we want to do, in the thing that we are doing. We can build certainty. We can take action. We can just do it. Just do it. Holmes also teaches us that um, true faith is so convinced of its own goodness that nothing can sway it. When we live in that place of faith, we don't doubt, we don't question, we don't get into arguments with others, we don't try to convince someone of what we're doing because we just know. We just know. So I ask you to consider for a moment, was there a time in your life, no, I know there was. Consider a time in your life where you had a great idea, a great idea, and you were going to take action and you were going to go accomplish whatever it was, but you didn't. And then what happened, and how did that feel? I remember many years ago, I was writing a book, and I had a great title. I was so excited about the title that had come up for me with this book. And I spent time a little bit every day. And then one day, I took my papers and all of my ideas, and I put them aside, and I kind of forgot about it. A year later, I walked into a Barnes & Noble. I'm standing in front of the cashier, and behind them, they always have shelves with books lined up behind them. And on the shelf was the book with my title on it with a different author's name. Did I have a great idea? I sure did. Did I fail to act on it? Yes, I did. And in that moment, that realization that I could have written that book, and it could have been sitting on the shelf at Barnes & Noble, almost deflated me 
but it let me see that I can't do that anymore, that I can't sit back and wait for someone else to do it for me. It's too important. Whatever you have on your heart, whatever you have that's motivating you or pushing you or, or igniting you, just do it. Eleanor Roosevelt said it very well. You gain strength and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You must do the thing you cannot do. Whatever it is you think you cannot do, I encourage you today to do it. I encourage you to move forward. I encourage you to step into that place of the unknown. Take the risk and just do it. The call to action today is pretty simple. All you need to do this week is take 10 minutes every day to visualize on the life you want to lead. If you are feeling uncertainty and fear and challenge because of COVID-19 or because of what's going on in the political arena or what's going on with, with the, the racial discrimination that we are all looking at and paying attention to, then I encourage you to sit down and write what it would feel like to be past that. What will it feel like when we are beyond this? What will it feel like when we get back to that place that we are longing for, that we are striving for, that we are thinking about so much? I attended a minister's gathering this past week. And I got to hear the ministers praying. Every morning we had prayer for about 30 minutes. And the language they used and the words they used were so precise and so profound. And what I heard on the very first day was that COVID-19 came from nothing. And we absolutely know today that it can go back to nothing. We can focus on the positive and the good and talk about love and compassion and respect and equality and not take a moment to consider anything less than that. Because I'm telling you right now, Spirit Divine doesn't consider anything less. Spirit knows the goodness that can come forth with our work, with our efforts. So this week, just do it. Just take the time and focus. Just take the time and, and really visualize. In fact, if you want to write it down, what does a day in your life look like? How do you feel when you wake up? What do you have for breakfast? What's the weather like outside? Who are the people you talk to? How do you feel when you interact with them? This is building that place in your mind to create your reality. This week, let's just do it. Please pray with me. And so we gratefully and graciously move through this and past this time together. We open our hearts and our minds to the idea of taking action, knowing that God is in all action. All action. Spirit is with us when we visualize. Spirit is with us when we create affirmations. Spirit is with us in every activity of our lives, every thought, every conversation. Mm, and so knowing this, may we just relish the fact that we have the momentum and the energy and the ability to move forward. May we know that we are creating 
a better planet Earth by paying attention to the, to the world, to the globe, to all that this, this place that we live, this beautiful place that we live, all that it needs and desires. We are supporting one another in the same context, loving, caring, supporting. And we know that anything less than love, goodness, and grace does not exist in the mind of God. Mm. So we just breathe that in. We just hold that in our hearts and we know it is good and it's perfect and it's divine. And by God, it is already done in the mind of God. So we let it go. We let it be. And so it is. Too much to do, friends to see, places to go. Sometimes it makes me want to say no, no, no. But I'm going to say yes, 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 yes to life. Going to grab the reins, toss these chains, and roll the dice. Yeah, I'm going to say yes, 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 yes to life.